0: begin the
1: good evening today is monday march 6 2023 and we are studying the big book of alcoholics anonymous this week's chapter uh step is we agnostics and our speaker tonight is karen kay
0: thank you karen Thank
2: you. Um, Thank you so much for um, everyone doing service tonight and for Heidi for asking me and giving me the opportunity to do service. So thank you. Um, I'm super nervous. And um, I just do. Am I able to share my screen, Joanna?
3: Yeah, you should be able to.
2: I'm gonna try. Not good at this, but I just wanted to share some photos as I sort of just briefly qualify. All right, let's see how this goes.
0: Okay.
2: Can you all see like um, a bunch of like a bunch of pictures, like three pictures? Okay, great. So um, I just wanted to share, I've been in the room since um, I was 21 years old. I was introduced to OA, um, and I have all flavors of this disease. Um, Here's just some photos of my anorexic phase, um, and then very swiftly moving into um, compulsive overeating. Um, and that's Picture on the far right was my first treatment center that I ever went to. Um, and then, I mean, let's see
0: if this works to to move them.
2: Oh dear. Oh wait, whoops, okay. I'm gonna go quick increase, I pressed it too. Far. Then, so right, recovered, like not recovered, but just lost weight. Um, 28, 29 sweet spot here is when I went, my, met my very dear husband, um, you can see the way it was starting to kind of come back on. Um, and here I am five years later, um, just have my first baby, my son, um, two years after that, my daughter, and here we go. This is probably one of my highest times right here, um just five years later at a wedding. I was so uncomfortable. I had to buy like five or six dresses online to find something that fit me. Um, Here I am at 47. um, This was just what, six years ago, five and a half years ago, Um, highest ever Washington DC with the family. Um, I spent the entire time running in and out of pharmacies, looking for, um, that, like, um, that, like, body glide that runners use, um, so that, because I had terrible, terrible, like, bleeding, um, from my chafed skin from walking around BC. Um, then I started recovery, like, got serious about recovery, and, um, these were kind of pictures here. My wedding bands that I showed you in my, um, when I got married at 30 years old, I wore them for six months because they're eternity bands. The the stones go all the way around, and um, couldn't wear them. But he, but I was I I've, I've now been able to wear them for about two years, two and a half years. And this is me um, a year ago, January. I just don't have any um, any recent pictures there. So those are just some kind of like some pictures to share. Um, and so as always like when I'm getting ready to to share like my children they're 14 and 16 now and I was I had like this note out and says you know step two came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity and my daughter was like what are you sharing on and I said that and she goes oh my gosh you guys are all insane and I was like yeah, like where food is concerned. Yeah, I am. I really am insane. And she was just like, oh my gosh. And then she was like, don't quote me or quote me, but make sure you give me the, let them know it came from me. And I said, okay. But um, anyway, so I just wanted to kind of start um, with the chapter reagnostics. There's so much like good stuff in it, but um, I just wanted to share that I come from um, a place of major prejudice against people who believed in God, spoke of God, went to church, used the prayer emoji in texts—very, um, very judgmental. And um, I spent 25 years in the rooms of OA, running far away from the solution of a spiritual, um, a spiritual experience. I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, I wanted everything else to fix me, because first of all, I was prejudiced against the word God, higher power creator. Um, I felt like um, that was very hokey. I felt like I didn't really trust people who said that they'd found God. Um, And so I would come into the rooms crying, um, just, just full of shame and guilt but then the minute step two was shared I was like I just clicked off and said "Mm, maybe for you guys uh not for me um so I spent 25 years really with that belief um
3: 15 minutes
2: thank you um and so um I spent um 25 years with that belief. So I just kind of wanted to like walk through the chapter because like, oh my gosh, there's so much good stuff in here. But, um, you know, on page 44, it talks about, um, you know, if you honestly want to find you cannot quit entirely, or if when drinking, you have little control over the amount you take, you're probably an alcoholic. And if that be the case, you may be suffering from an illness, which only a spiritual experience will conquer. And that scared me right out of the rooms of OA. Um until it didn't, until it didn't. Um, And then, you know, it shared, it shares the one who feels he is an atheist or agnostic, such an experience seems impossible, but continue as he is means disaster, especially if he is an alcoholic of the hopeless variety to be doomed to an alcoholic death or to live on a spiritual basis are not always easy alternatives to face. Um, And that was like, in the beginning when I decided and when I, and when I came in the last time, about four and a half, five years ago, I was done. I was done. I knew that I have tried everything in my human power to, to lick this disease. Um, I had tried, um, eating disorder treatment centers. I had tried diets. I had tried, I'd gone to specialists. I'd gone to Doctors, fix me, doctors, fix me, um, all kinds of medication, drugs, exercise programs. Um, I paid two thousand dollars to join some sort of I don't even remember the name of it, some sort of um eating guide structured thing online, and I never even opened it up to get a login. Um I I tried everything and I knew like I was done. I was so Defeated by this disease, and so, what are my, you know, what do I have to lose? I'm going to dive into this book with a sponsor, and I'm going to, and I'm going to try. Um, so, you know, moving on to the next page, page forty-five, it says, you know, that first end of that first um, uh, extended um, paragraph from the first page, you know, our human resources, as marshaled by the will, were not sufficient; they failed utterly. And I could see that in my life. I could see that like everything I tried, I failed at. I could not, I could not stay abstinent. And I certainly didn't even know what recovery was. Um, Lack of power, that was our dilemma. We had to find a power by which we could live. And it had to be a power greater than ourselves, obviously. But where and how were we to find this power? And it's so funny because that like, obviously, like, it wasn't really obvious to me for a very long time. Um, again, like I couldn't even get out of my own way. I just felt like the, the you know, that set aside prayer, I have it like printed in big, bold letters, like just in various places because I had to set aside so much of my arrogance, my judgment, my prejudice, um, just to be able to crack this book and to be open. Um, You know, the next page talks about page 46. It says, you know, we found that as soon as we were able to lay aside prejudice and express even a willingness to believe in a power greater than ourselves, we commenced to get results, even though it was impossible for any of us to fully define or comprehend that power, which is God. And I do choose to call my power, my higher power, God. Um, And when I worked with my sponsor on this step, I almost felt like I could finally be like oh oh, okay like oh I don't have to keep looking all these other places to try and and figure out my food problem you know because I thought it was really just a food problem and a weight problem like I don't have to keep trying and throwing money at stuff I don't have to keep trying and failing um and I, I I remember like, even when I was on the phone with her and just saying like, I feel like a little bit of a sigh of relief. Um, And I did, I, I felt relief. But then I felt like, oh my gosh, am I one of them? Am I one of them now? What's happening? Is this a cult? Is this a brainwash? Like what's going on? Because I was so not comfortable. Um, So, you know, and then top 47, it says when therefore we speak of, we speak to you of God, we mean your own conception of God. And, um, you know, for me, when I had this conversation with my sponsor, you know, what does my conception of God mean? And I was looking over my, um, writing from 2019 when I was working this step and doing a lot of writing on it, you know, and I was, I was saying like, it's, it's so funny, like in here I have written down, like, you know, you know, I'm, I live in the South, I'm a northerner and people say, you know, bless your heart. Oh, bless your heart. And I would just, oh gosh, like, am I going to have to say things like that? Like I was so kind of deranged, like I couldn't get out of my own way. Um, you know, but, but the prejudices were, were very strong with me. Um, and then when I learned that, you know, the, the God of my understanding, um, you know, was something that, I was basing off of a childhood God that I was fearful of. And when I was able to really verbalize that with my sponsor and to talk about how, you know, that particular God is not a God that I'm going to go to or want to establish a relationship with, and then sort of, you know, defining and taking a look at what you know what are the qualities of a God that that I really want to have a relationship with that I really want to work at that I really want to visit and, and experience and um you know I say this a lot and and like I you know my God is somebody that I want to laugh with like I, I need to laugh daily right I want to somebody that I would want to sit and um have coffee with and talk and non-judgmental and silly and And it's those sort of um, qualities for me that I have in my higher power. Um, And then on page 48, um, mid that um, paragraph, it says, you know, faced with alcoholic destruction, we soon became as open minded on spiritual matters as we had tried to be on other questions. Um, You know, and in this respect, alcohol was a great persuader. It finally beat us into a state of reasonableness. Um, and sometimes this was a tedious project. We hope no one will be prejudiced for as long as some of us were. And, you know, I shared like 25, 26 years of prejudice for me. Um, and, you know, it was just, it, it truly was a surrender. i I had to. And again, it was, it was that I was defeated. I was defeated. The disease absolutely annihilated me. And I knew that, that this was the only option for me. Um, and then the next page, it talks about, you know, um, the, the, again, you know, the fighting, right? Like I'm gonna, all right, now I'm gonna, now that I'm on the subject of God and higher power, um, now I'm going to kind of prove that there really isn't one and that, you know, I'm, I'm going to prove that actually, you know, self-will probably has a lot to do with it. You know, this hokey pokey Spirit in the sky you know I don't know that that's anything I can relate to and so now I'm going to find the ways that I don't believe and here are some here are some things and that wasn't that was a conversation with my sponsor you know um I I don't think I do believe And and this is why and 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 all these reasons and then she finally said to me like what do you have to lose like what do you have to lose by just believing that's all you have to do right now in step 2 is to believe that there's a power greater than yourself that can restore you to sanity and and that's it just believe for step 2 um you know because what i was doing wasn't working and truly what i was doing was i was like laying on my bed crying asking god for help laying there like Scarlet okay right and then like just feeding myself Ms, right like just like shoving Ms in my face like please please I'm so tired of this please take it away and having those eminence you know so like of course of course according to Karen like like a, a, a higher power of God yeah it doesn't work it doesn't work see I've tried I've tried I've tried um you know and then I learned that um you know God's there, but I got to show up. I got to do what I got to do in order to make room for God. Um, And for me, that's, you know, entire abstinence and, and um, working this program and like working, like, not just like, yes, I have to come to believe, but I have to actually truly come to believe and stop fighting and stop with all my, well, there's one, Thing that I think might work for me. Um, Well, you know, I have a lurking notion that this new fad diet—that's going to be the key for me. Um, You know, I want what y'all have here, but kind of going to be here for that part of it, and then why you guys aren't looking? I'm going to go do this other program, and and for my weight, but come here for like the sanity. Um, That didn't work for me. and then, let's see. Um, you know, and then my other example, you know, this is kind of hard to share, but the the meetings I was going to, my local meetings, um, people spoke of God, um, but when I but, but when I observe people like they look like me, you know, and they they spoke of God and how God was really changing them and really uh, really making this difference in their life but they weren't changing um both both physically and um kind of thing like behavior wise and um and so that was another reason why i was like yeah i'm not sure not sure like my examples i'm not sure because again judgy prejudice um taking other people's inventory and then um you know as a result of this pandemic and really before that i started listening. meetings on the phone and hearing oh my goodness this is this is what recovery sounds like to people this is what of course I couldn't see anybody um and then you know zoom and I see people and then like I I needed to find my people I needed to find my people in the program um and I had to stop judging and being you know and having my idea of what other people should look and behave like um And really when I found my people and, and saw like, like literally witnessed what God was doing for other people that they couldn't do for themselves and heard it, um, that was a really big game changer for me. Um, and then, um, it says, you know, on page 52, like when we saw others solve their problems by a simple reliance upon the spirit of the universe we had to stop doubting the power of God. Our ideas did not work, but the God idea did. And I really, um, with my disease, I needed to visually see that. Um, and that's why, uh, my sponsor right when I started working with her, I didn't, you know, I never saw her in person. Um, but she sent me photos and, and for an addict like me and somebody over well over 300 pounds, I needed to see, I needed proof. I needed to know. And, um, You know, and and that's vanity, yes. But I also for somebody like me, me personally, I just I needed to see it. Um and then of course that most amazing um statement on page 53, you know, um we had to fear fearlessly face the proposition that either God is everything or else he is nothing. God either is or he isn't. What was the choice to be? minutes. Thank you. And, um, you know, I'd worshipped a lot of things prior to a higher power. I had worshipped doctors, spouses, um, uh, sponsors, man, sponsors, drugs, um, the scale, right. The lady at Weight watchers, Watchers, the exercise leader. Like I worshipped all of those, those people and, and things. Um, and, um, you know, it was, I was ready. Like the choice was with me, I could either stop worshiping those things and start really believing that a higher power could help me with my, um, life problem. Um, and then, um, let's see, what do I have here? Um, I love, you know, on page 55, you know, we are fooling ourselves for deep down in every man, woman, and child is a fundamental idea of God. Um, And it may be obscured by calamity, by pomp, by worship of other things, but in some form or other, it is there. For faith in a power greater than ourselves and miraculous demonstrations of that power in human lives are facts as old as man himself. Um, And again, I just feel like I have... um, the privilege to witness people's recovery. And um, I'm so grateful for the people who have come before me and continue to come here, all of you, um, and show me that God does for us what we can't do for ourselves. Because to be fair and honest, if I didn't need a spiritual solution, I would not be sitting here right now. I would still be full of self ego and insanity, I'm sure. But um
3: gentle reminder,
2: thank you, but I would not be here. And then of course on the last page 57, um you know, it says You know, even so has God restored us all to our right minds to this man. The revelation was sudden. Some of us grow into it more slowly, but he has come to all who have honestly saw him. When we drew near to him, he disclosed himself to us. And mine was a very slow go, but um, I'm very grateful for my higher power and where I am today. And um, and thank you so much for letting me share
0: my pass. Thank you, Karen, for that wonderful
1: share much appreciated. Um, So we'll now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand which is under reactions or star nine, if you're on the phone and the Zoom host, Joanna will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. With the timekeeper, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up. If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer.
0: Okay. So um, go ahead and raise your hands if you would like to share. Hi, everyone.
3: I'm Joanna. I'm a compulsive overeater and orthorexic. And I think we're all just stunned into silence. Uh, So I thought I would just get my hand up here. Thank you so much for your share, Karen. I feel like I can relate to your experience. Um, Even though when I first came into program, I like instantly like got it. um, And like the whole God thing, it was pretty easy for me to adopt. But I realize now that like my like people pleasing and my perfectionism was like the thing that was driving me to do that. And it wasn't exactly like a supernatural like a relationship with a higher power it was just kind of like i want to connect with higher power because that's what good girls do sort of thing like it wasn't like it wasn't like coming from the heart um and so lately like i have been having like a lot of rebellion and um like a lot of questioning but i think like ultimately like this is the path that like I needed to forge and it needs to come from like yeah an honest intentional place which sucks because it means I have to get you know dragged through the mud a lot more than the first go around when I was connecting with a higher power um but I just really value you know your honesty about it um because I know that I it's so hard for me to be honest you know if i'm struggling um because i see that as like a sign of weakness or something or stupidity um that like i'm not getting it you know um and it's not really something that you can like get it's um a lot more complex than that so i really really got a lot from your share and with that i'll pass
0: Hi, I'm I'm
1: Pat. I'm a compulsive overeater. And this is my first time at this meeting. Um, Karen, thank you so much for your share. Um, I really appreciated your honesty and telling us about your journey, your spiritual journey. One of the things that uh, you were talking about was um, your childhood conception of God. And, um, you know, I, I was brought up in a religion, and I felt a lot of comfort being a part of that religion. But as I got older, um, I started asking God for a lot of things, you know. Um, I was in high school uh, during the Vietnam War. I had a lot of friends whose uh, brothers and boyfriends had gone over there, and I used to pray every night for all of them. And I um, All of them came home, except for my cousin. I had a cousin who died there and I quit praying. You know, I I felt like if I prayed for something, God was supposed to give me an answer and answer it my way. So I had a very childish um, view of what my higher power was all about. So um, in recovery, I just had to, um, I was told to keep it simple. To just ask my higher power of my understanding to keep me abstinent every day, and then thank my higher power at night and just keep it really simple. And I started to see results. And I also learned through the program too that um, I can't ask, I can't ask for specifics. I just have to ask for what God's will is for me today. And that's not always easy to do. Um, But, you know, my higher power seems to have a whole lot more interesting stuff uh, planned for me than I have planned for myself. So it's working. And I'm really grateful to be here today.
0: Thank you. That was, um,
1: sorry, I'm having trouble seeing the names. That was Anne? Yeah. No, Anne's Um not. Hi.
4: Thank is you. I a, a reader. Um I, you know, I, the god that I grew up with was going to get me. And so I had to um I came from another 12 step fellowship. I I had already by the time I got to OA I'd already gotten rid of that god because um that was harsh and punitive. And um but when I came to OA I I um I was thinking about it before um, I was unmuted and I thought, um, I didn't think my food or, or, you know, this whole thing was important enough for my God. Um, and, um, I really had to, um, change my thinking, um, a whole lot about all of that. Um, cause I didn't really know where I was. i I came in here and I was so afraid of everything. And, um, I, um, when I read through the book, I really liked that a power greater than me. Cause all I could think about was I'm just one little speck in the universe and I'm a pretty insignificant little thing here. And there's gotta be something bigger than me. That's more important than me. Cause all I thought about was me, 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 me all the time. And, um, that helped me kind of evolve into a little bit, not quite so self-centered in the beginning. And, um, and then I have to admit today, um, I, I'm working with the sponsee now and I, um, my concept has changed a lot in working with the sponsee because I'm going back through the book again. And. Um, you know, I I become um, more prayerful and more um, more intentioned about certain areas of my life, and um, more directed in um, in a way that um, um, has really helped me um, be more focused on on that part of my recovery, which is so important. Um, and, um, I, you know, I guess it's that benefit that I've gotten from working with another person. Um, and I, this isn't the first person I've worked with, but this is certainly the first person that I've, I've caught different things along the way from, um, and, and she's doing a lot of work in a lot of other areas. So I appreciate so much this journey that I have with her because I have learned a lot from going back through the book again and and talking with her. And that's the amazing part. And I'm just about ready to be quiet because I'm
0: running out of steam. Thank you all. Thank you, Anne. Um, And next we have uh, Nancy P. Hi, um, thank you for letting me share.
5: Karen, that was awesome. it's really good. You hit all the high points. This is my favorite chapter in the book. I mean, they're all my favorite chapter, but this is actually my favorite chapter. And when I went through this book with, um, my sponsor, when I, um, recovered from that process, um, it really was profound. And this is the chapter that spoke most loudly to me. And, um, you know, I had been through the big book step study process once before with a very perfectly adequate sponsor, more than adequate, very bright woman. And it didn't take, I ate for 13 more years. And, um, you know, part of the reason that it didn't work was because I had been trying to pound myself with a sledgehammer, a square peg into a round hole, and I couldn't do it. You know, and it was like a surrender about being powerless, but it was also a surrender that this thing that people name wasn't working for me and was never going to work for me. And there was a certain freedom in, um, in embracing that. And in fact, my agnosticism, which is alive and well today, um,
0: it, it, it
5: self catapulted me into the middle of this wonderful life that I have today that is spiritually robust and unimaginably rich with everything, you know? Um, I was just telling somebody today that, I say this all the time, but I'll say it again, Disney would cringe in shame because they wouldn't be able to illustrate my my life, how great it is. They would say, oh my God, our animators suck because they can't draw a picture of Nancy P's life. And... Um, you know, I thought I had to, I tried, I didn't think that I had to, I thought that was the only way to try to use another's conception. And I felt closeted, you know, I'm not, I'm not gay or anything. Um, But I imagine that's what they must feel like this horrible feeling of fakery and hopelessness and helplessness. And you know, the world was just running around, you know, running circles around me and I didn't know what to do. And when I, um, when I said I'm agnostic, I didn't say it, I say it now out loud, but you know, when I whispered to my sponsor, like, I don't think this is going to work for me. And she said, why not? And I said, because I'm not sure. I don't think I believe in God. And she said, oh, well, you haven't had a spiritual awakening yet. So don't worry about it. And I thought, As usual, I thought that I would start at the end and backfill all that other stuff. And that's not how it works. I had to go through this book exactly as it says, in the order that it says and do everything that it says. And whatever came out the other end was gonna be what I got. And it turned out that whatever came out the other end was my recovery and I wouldn't trade it for anything at all. And the whole point of this thing that takes care of me is, it works, it works all the time, works without fail. I'm happy, joyous, and free. I help other people. I carry the message. I haven't hurt myself with food in over five years. Um, Check, 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 check. I don't think I'm missing anything. Um, And so excellent, excellent, excellent job. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy. Um, I
0: think we'll go ahead and stop the recording.